Hey everyone, this is Christina DiGiacomo, the world's first industrial philosopher and best-selling author of Wise Up at Work. And this is episode two of Wise Up with Christina. I'm really excited to introduce you to Brandon Durbin, the CEO of Akava. I am telling you, mark my words, he is going to be on a top CEO list someday. Our conversation covers how he's leading his company by putting employee engagement as a priority. He's working with clients like Cisco, Disney, and providing impeccable service to these really high-profile clients, and he's doing it all with a smile. Enjoy. C-Suite Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Christina DiGiacomo, and welcome to Wise Up with Christina. And I'm really excited about today's guest, Brandon Durbin. Brandon is the... Yes, we're waving. We're waving right now. Brandon's already on it. Uh, Brandon Durbin is the founder and CEO of Akava. And when I first talked to Brandon, he was really, truly unlike any technology CEO that I've ever met. And not to say that there is like a typical tech CEO, but Brandon had some very radical but amazing ideas on how he leads his company and how he works with his teams. And I'll let him tell you more about what it is that he does. But I just want to say that Brandon is really, truly leading and and being super progressive in the way that he's running his company and and working with his people. And I'm so excited because I really believe that after you hear what Brandon is doing and what Brandon's opinions and insights are, you're going to walk away from this wiser. So Brandon, hello, welcome. Christina, thank you so much for having me and thank you for that introduction. No problem. So just super quick, just orient people around your company and what you do, and then we'll get started with some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So as you mentioned, um, run a tech company. We are a software engineering consultancy. In short, we build products for companies, both large and small. Some of our clients include um, Cisco, Oracle, Microsoft, NASDAQ, Uber, uh, Disney, Um, And what these individuals uh, come to us for is to help take them to the next level, um, where it be with their DevOps initiatives, their infrastructure initiatives, their cloud initiatives, or just at the end of the day, we're software engineers. So with building web or mobile products, Um, we are roughly around 30 employees, primarily software engineers that, you know, software is eating the world and makes the world go around. Um, we are based in Silicon Valley. However, we run a fully distributed shop. I would say half of our employees are up and down the West Coast, uh, Seattle down to uh, San Diego, um, and the rest are scattered throughout the continental U.S. Um, we run a remote first culture. So when this, uh, when, when COVID, our invisible enemy hit, 
Um, for us, it wasn't a massive impact um, at first. And what I mean by that, all of our systems, operations, um, culture, it was already intact. Um, so thankfully for that, initially, we, we were in a really, really great place. Thank you. Uh, what a succinct introduction. That was so clear. And it really actually speaks to uh, this really nice scope that you've created. I mean, you are working with some very, very serious clients um, with a, a very tight-knit team. I mean, you would think with that level of, of client, you know, you would be this sort of massive, massive company, but you, you, you have a, a tight-knit group of 30 people and you're making it all work. So you must be delivering some really incredible technology and you must be doing it in an incredible way. So, you know, that's what we're going to get into because I love your ideas and how you run your team and so radical. So let's talk about this, this first question which is, you know, what is in your work, what is, what is this whole moment teaching you now as a CEO, as a leader, as a company, you know, however way you want to take that question? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, first and foremost, it's, um, it's teaching me a whole ton of stuff. Um, and it's forcing me to, me and my partner, to both build new muscles, uh, muscles that weren't developed and quite frankly discovered quite yet. Um, so I think top line, I could probably summarize it in a sequence of four fours or four C's rather, excuse me. Uh, that would be culture, communication, uh, community, and um, compassion, definitely compassion. Um, and so we've, we, you know, we pitched Christina a bunch of stuff around uh, an optimized customer experience, right? That's one of our core ethos as, as a company here at Akeva. Um, but equally so, when we look on the inside and have an introspective, we wanted to apply those four C's, but to an optimized employee experience. And so what we found is um, when, when COVID started happening and then percolating, um, it was very clear that there was a sense of uh, uneasiness. And so very quickly, we wanted to hop in front of that and take a, a democratic approach in understanding uh, how people were feeling, first and foremost. And after we kind of pulled that and, and collectively as an organization looked at how people were feeling and what matters most, we went back to the drawing board and quickly instituted a bunch of um, employee engagement um, type of tactics, if you will. Um, we're investing definitely into that employee experience. And so far it's been, it's actually been really fun. You know, so if I'm to track back and scale back, um, you know, five, six weeks ago, it was very uneasy, um, as I mentioned, and quite unsettling. And I think so, I, I, a, fair, a fair amount of our employees, um, you know, they're, they're seasoned, uh, more mature, so they've been through a lot of this up and down economy stuff, um, and then, the other side of it are, you know, mid, mid-level into their career. So this may be one of their first uh, forays into some sort of um, economic crash or recession, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so some of those tactics that we implemented that we heard loud and clear. So starting with like community, for example, um, everyone felt resoundingly felt bad 
for how specific verticals were being impacted. Um, primarily the hospitality space, um, restaurants, of course. Um, much like every other city, many are open for takeout. So what we decided to do is, is allocate $200 per month as a stipend per employee to make lunch orders or dinner orders or whatever, whenever they wanted to order, if they needed an acai bowl, if they needed a green juice, if they needed whatever. But for that to be a, a just a small um, fraction of, of give back to the community, it really empowered our employees and, and, and invigorated them. So that's gone a really long way. And I think once COVID's lifted um, and it, it's safe to get back out there, I still think we'll keep that in play. Uh, for quite some time. Another piece is, is that communication factor. Yes, we're a remote first company, so naturally we have our daily stand-ups, our, our scrum sessions, uh, everyone's DMing, everyone's firing up quick hey, Zoom. Does the daily stand-up include comedy? Is it everybody has to do stand-up comedy? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> you bring up a good point, because what we do, Christina, is uh, we do have like daily dad joke of the day, right? Like, who, has a funny, who has a funny dad joke, right? Just cheesy stuff like that, just to be lighthearted and stuff, right? Absolutely. Um, this is nothing new, but we saw it early on, the virtual happy hours, those have been super fun. Um, and we, we started doing a lot around, um, you know, those, those digital games like uh, Party House, for example, have, have been fun. Um, and that, for us, it's built kind of a family first ethos, right? Because as, as you're aware, and as many of our listeners and, and guests are aware, um, a lot of individuals gained a lot of new coworkers during this time, where it be uh, their children, their spouses, uh, their son or daughters, etc. Um, and that caused some friction, candidly. So how do we look at combating that? Well. We wanted to include them on, you know, these virtual happy hours. Uh, we wanted their feedback on uh, what matters most during this time for them, right? And I think at the end of the day, Christina, investing into this employee experience will really drive retention. Um, you know, my, my uh, colleagues, uh, spouses, um, we call them the Secretary of Defense. You know, this this will definitely uh, resonate well with them long term, and hopefully, it, it um, reduces any sort of attrition. And uh, there's longevity and um, you know long term respect that's gained gained from this. So, uh, those are two of the big things that we're doing. And then, um, thirdly, and this kind of can transition into what I think before, before you get into that though because I just want to make sure that everyone hears like all these amazing things that you're talking about so I just want to because I think we there we need to recap first because I'm completely nerding out on this idea of democratizing the employee experience and I and I want to make sure that people understand how incredibly powerful that notion is and what you did because essentially you brought everyone in on the in the process of creating their own experience where you were a part of that but it wasn't you were telling people what it was going to be they determined that 
themselves and you were you were sort of there to to help you know to help facilitate that so that that's number one and 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 having an emphasis on this kind of democracy and this really important principle that guides us, especially in groups. And we tend to forget about that idea. Uh, and so that's so brilliant. And the second thing that you brought up was this notion of pivoting towards purpose, how I'm taking away what you're saying in terms of, you know, your employees really caring about these verticals and doing things that are for, for the good of others and connecting to purpose and being inspired by it. So that's a second principle that you're, you know, that you're espousing that I think is really important. And then the third thing, uh, which I also don't want people to miss is this notion of really strong bonds and connection and family and actually defining family, not necessarily just in your own nuclear family or extended family, but the the team also having its own definition of family and bonding. And the fact that you're bringing that forth is so incredible. And I also feel that the employee experience that that you have is because you are stripping away all the lingo and the jargon and this and bringing things to a very essential core place purpose connection and family and everyone having a say and i i just think that's so brilliant so i'm sorry that i had to interrupt you but i just did not want anyone to miss how incredible it was what you were saying Christina, so I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> no, and you can you. go now. Brilliant recap, and thank you for distilling that down. That's 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 brilliant. Thank you. Um, I will add another fourth one that could be a pivot point. But what we've discovered through this process is mental health is at a premium right now um, because all these existential threats of the economy and what's going on and uh, net new routines and what have you. Um, and, and we realized that um, because we're a remote first culture, we encourage people to create their own schedules how they want to be most efficient. Some people like to uh, be very pragmatic with, okay, these hours are work, these hours are life. Some people like to intertwine them, totally fine, um, as long as the client's getting taken care of. Um, but what we also ended up seeing is a lot more stress buildup that was uncharacteristic prior to COVID. Um, so I'm a military brat and I kind of took this one out of the page from, from the military and what they, what they do there is they require, I think it's around like an hour of mandatory afternoon PT. Um, and I think it was brilliant. I, I love that one. Um, so what we're doing is in the afternoon, in your afternoon, whichever time zone you are in, take 45 minutes minimum to escape mentally, go on a walk. Um, hop on your Peloton, uh, indulge in uh, a podcast, um, an audible book. Um, so things that we've invested in on behalf of our employees would be, um, you know, premium subscriptions with Audible, Spotify, Calm and Headspace accounts, um, gym memberships for virtual classes uh, that they like to do. And, you know, one thing that is pretty consistent is the Peloton thing has been really fun from a community standpoint, both 
with a broader Peloton ecosystem and our employees. So that's, that's been fun and definitely we'll, we'll stick with that. And uh, again, that's just to help alleviate um, extra stress and, and really combat the mental health. Uh, we need everyone in the game long-term and uh, we think that's a, a, a nice gift to help people get there. Yeah, I don't know if I would want my coworkers to see me in spandex if I had coworkers, but just kidding. I think that's wonderful. You know, the so what you landed on with this mental health uh, aspect um, in in your you know in in sort of the employee experience ecosystem that you have is so important because it's mental health is not necessarily just the prevention or the uh, dealing with, you know, a, a mental illness necessarily. It's actually about, it's also about the strength of the mind and the strength of the capacity of the mind. And what I think you're doing that is so brilliant is understanding that the mind needs to stop or slow down or be nurtured just as much as it needs to be stimulated and working and problem solving and all that sort of like high level cognitive functions. And so the fact that you are building that into the daily workflow or the, you know, the daily cadence of the work and, and, uh, how employees experience their day is so important because it really sets the tone. Like you are the CEO, you set the tone for how work gets done. And the fact that you are honoring people's brains is so, I mean, it's, that's just so mind blowing to me. You're just doing such a, such a great job of being the steward of the people's genius and, <laughs> You know, I'm sure you're getting it back tenfold. I mean, have you, you know, have you noticed any sort of difference in uh, people's engagement and, and productivity and, you know, the, the quality of the work or the quality of your relationships? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that validation, first and foremost. I, I really appreciate that. It's great to hear. Um, absolutely. I think from a camaraderie standpoint, everything's up. And if you start, you know, understanding people, if, if you take care of your people and play to their values, I, I feel it's human nature that they're always gonna go above and beyond to support the greater good. Um, and that's what we've been seeing. So engagement's way up, communication's way up. I think overall happiness, especially in this kind of looming time right now, uh, is, is high too. So we're excited uh, that we we're able to kind of turn the corner and, and say, guys, look, we're going to be okay. No one's job's at risk. People need us now more than ever. And let's just get through this together. Amazing. So I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, I can't help it, but I just, I had this thought right now that I swear, I really believe that in, in, I am going to see you in the top 100 CEOs voted on <laughs> Glassdoor at some point, because, you know, I, I really, I don't want you to underestimate the, how special it is, uh, and the things that you're doing and, you know, people, the fact that it's working and the fact that you're getting you know, you, you've, you've developed a healthy culture, you've developed 
you know, what I call a healthy productivity and engagement among your employees and the company is doing really well. And I'm sure your clients are really happy. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're, they're, they're happy with what, what you're doing. Um, and it all seems to be working. So now that you've discovered this, you know, do you have any thoughts or ideas of what you might want to do next? You do, if you don't, that's fine. And I know I'm kind of throwing this question at you as a zinger, but I'm just yeah. so curious, uh, you know, if there's anything that you're planning on doing next. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this, um, because, you know, it, this has been an unorthodox and unprecedented time. So we, we were forced to react swiftly. So I think what we're going to do next is really dive deep and have an introspective on how valuable certain uh, elements and components and tactics were and scale those that were hyper successful and look at the ones that maybe we didn't even consider through this process and implement those. So I think that's kind of where we're going next on it. Um, so TBD on the specifics and we can circle back on that one for sure. But uh, for us, it's it's taking a, an inventory and a catalog of, of engagement and success and satisfaction, uh, both internal and external, and uh, seeing what has a flame and pouring gas on those flames. Amazing. That's great. Well, you know, Brandon, I, thank you. This has been so insightful. And your ideas are incredible and the work you're, you're doing is incredible. Do you have any, is there anything else you'd like to say or, or yeah, anything else I you'd mean, like to add? No, I, I think this has been a, a great conversation. And oftentimes I feel that, you know, many people feel isolated. Um, and I think, I think we're getting there and I think we're going to turn the corner and there's a lot of reason to be optimistic. Um, and I think if nothing else, invest in your employees during this time, your employees, your process, and of course your clients. Um, and if you can bring that infectious energy, I think it's going to come back tenfold. And, and stand up comedy and dad jokes in dad the morning. Social happy hours. Never hurts. <laughs> All of it. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. I know that you're going to influence and touch a lot of people who hear this uh, and, you know, give people a lot of ideas on how to lead. And, and so I really want to thank you for, for coming on here and taking the time and thank you for helping us wise up. Absolutely. I'm wiser as well, Christina. Thank you for being such a gracious host. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.